you're listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Andrea, and with me today is my, a lot of the time, more than not, co-host, Kitsy. That's me. Yeah, you've been here a lot lately. I have. It's been good to have you back. It's Well, you know, you've been going off the rails with the show a little bit, so I wanted to kind of rein it back in. (laughs) So no more Muppets and no more uh, Fall Boy and no more, I said Patsy Cline, that's not who we talked about. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're what are we here to do today, anyway. though? Because today's, today's, today's a fun one. So we have the replacements in the studio today. So that's why the first no. thing you heard was, oh, no. 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 That's not quite true. No, we have a dear friend of the podcast in today, though. Yes. One of our favorites. And that is Tyler AC from hey. the Tisbury. Hey, guys. How's it going? Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being here. It's yeah, always good to see you. Always a pleasure. Kitsy, do you want to tell people why we have Tyler here today specifically and why we're Talking um, about Alex Shelton first. Well, I, you know, so here's here's a fun thing, Andrea, uh, and and Tyler also you, I guess. Did you know that Left oh, of the Dial, God. the name of our thing, is the name of a replacement song? Did you know that? If I didn't know it by now, I would because so many people have tried to tell us that. Yeah, yeah I was gonna. You, one of you tweeted recently. Um, it, yeah, it gets me really angry when people are like, oh, did you know that's the name of a replacement song? And I thought that was so funny. It, it doesn't really get me angry. It's just that it's a specific type of person that always feels the need to... Te- they, they don't ask me if I know. They tell me as if I don't. And it's always a very specific type of person. And it's it's cis men over 40. Yeah, totally. I think when, when we did... When Tisbury's did our Left of the Dial session, I think I asked you... I definitely didn't. It was like, yeah. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, you know. It's like, I was, yeah. it's like, oh, I also love the replacements. So yeah. I thought it was really yeah. cool. Yeah. No, that was cool. I, I, I love when people ask, it's like, oh, is it a replacements reference? Because I love the replacements. I'm like, yeah, that's now we can talk and have a conversation. Right. But like when you just come to me like, did you know? Like, oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And it happens <laughs> kind of a lot. <laughs> One time would be too many, I think. I think. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to start acting like I've never heard of the replacements or the song. I'm sorry, who? What? The what? The what now? Replacements for what? <laughs> um, but yeah, I've wanted to talk about the replacements on this show for a long time. And uh, who better to talk about the replacements? Oh, I'm honored. Thank you so much for having me <laughs> to talk about one of my favorite bands in the whole entire universe. Exactly. Really? Exactly. So uh, we figured we'd have you on to talk about some of your favorite replacement songs. Uh, and it just so happens the list you picked is also most of my favorite replacement songs. Oh, look at that. Yeah. So uh, this will be fun, but why don't, uh, Tyler, why don't you tell uh, maybe some of our audience who may not be familiar with replacements uh, what they just heard coming in? Um, So that was Alex Chilton from uh, The Replacements. Um, Yes. uh, Well, well, hold on now. Alex Chilton's not from The Replacements. Yes, he's from Big Star. Um, He is Paul Westerberg, the singer's favorite uh, songwriter ever, I think. Um, He's definitely up there. Um, and I picked this song specifically. I put these songs in like a specific order too, like in how I wanted to talk about them. Oh, I love that for a reason. And I picked this song first because I don't think it was the first replacement song I ever technically heard. I think that was um, Okerville River covering Sixteen Blue <laughs> on like a tribute or some kind of compilation when I was like in high school. And um, but Alex Chilton was the first like replacement song that really stuck with me, and same, it's the song I always tell people the uh, the song I wish I could hear again for the first time because yes. <laughs> it totally like opened up my brain and just like lodged itself in there and like hasn't escaped since. Um, I think it's perf- a perfect song, um, and it's like I mean it's probably one of their most popular songs, but. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, I think that is, uh, it's crazy. Swing and Party is like the most popular, like on streaming by far. Oh, the, really? Yeah. I think it has something to do with like Lord covered it. Uh, um, okay. And I That's think it, interesting. I think it was a minor TikTok trend, um, which is kind of hilarious because the replacements couldn't be more opposite. I was just going to say. TikTok trends. Um, do you think Paul Westerberg even knows what TikTok is? That I was going to ask, what do you think he's doing? Where right is now? he? He's uh, he's in Minneapolis, I guarantee it. In a cabin, like just hanging it, out. Just he's probably just writing songs. Yeah, I want to hear those songs. I would love Me to too. hear those songs. Me too. Um he hasn't put out a solo album in a while, has he? No, the last one um I mean the last thing they did was when they toured uh they got the reunion tour back in 2015, correct? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. 
Yeah, and one of my biggest regrets in my life was not being able to go to that. I was in college, and um, it was like during a summer where I like wasn't living down here and near Philly, so I couldn't make it to the show. But that's that was when I really got into the replacements. Was in college. I got the opportunity to see they played uh, Riot Fest. Oh yeah, in like 2014, 13, 14, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to see them there, and that was amazing. Yeah, I'm sure. And um, yeah, I mean, Tommy and uh, I forget the other people play- that were in that lineup, but um, I think I think Josh Freese was playing drums yeah, for them, which was yeah, kind of funny. <laughs> he's he's been uh, the Westerberg drummer guy, I think, uh, since that yeah. like the '90s when he was solo too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Alex Chill and just like an incredibly amazing song about loving music which um i think comes I down can to the, relate it comes down to the <laughs> core of like why i love this band is because mm-hmm. they you can tell how much they love the craft of songwriting and like the history of music as it goes through like their era and um like a tribute to the most underrated band ever big star and then you could say that the replacements are maybe the most underrated band ever too so hmm. it's kind of could funny be. yeah could be i mean I, I feel that seems like a weird thing for me to say because i feel like everyone i know loves the replacements but i yeah. also realize i'm in a bit of a bubble right. when it comes <laughs> to that like yeah. like i maybe most most mm. people probably have never heard of the replacements yeah um so Nor- normies yeah yeah bunch are, of nor- are, like, and that's why I don't, adjacent like <laughs> that's why i don't hang out with those people yeah exactly but uh, but you you set, mentioned early on that like you wish this is a song you could hear again for the mm-hmm. first time. I I I relate to that really hard. Um, I remember the first time I heard this song. Um, I don't remember where I was or what I was doing or like how or why I heard it, but I remember hearing it and that that opening riff. Yeah. Just like I had never heard anything like it, and mm-hmm. I to this day haven't heard anything like it. And it's it's funny because there's something. I, I wish I could. I, I wish I knew what it was, but there's something going on with that riff that makes it sound like it's doing something it's not. But it, it, and Tyler, maybe you know what I'm talking about. But like I, I've heard people try to cover the song, and the riff never sounds right. Yeah. I've heard the replacements play it live, and the mm. riff doesn't sound right. There's something about the recording of that riff that there's something in there that's missing. Any other time I hear someone try to do it, and I don't know what it is, and I've tried to figure it out. I think it has something to do, well, I, I did want to talk about, like, Paul Westerberg and how he, like, kind of looks at music and songwriting. Let's do I, it. I don't think he is, like, classically trained in any way, but has just such a perfect ear for, like, mm-hmm. how to create melodies and stuff. But I think he's very self-taught, and, I mean, we can talk about, like, what, wh- why I'm on and what, at the end, <laughs> what we're doing, right? Um, like, yeah, the recording yeah. process we- of the theme song of your... You're the new theme song of your podcast. Yeah. 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 Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> we have a new theme song. You'll um, never guess what it is. Yeah. Um, when we were recording it, um, it's what you were saying, Kitsy, about uh, the guitar riff, because he played everything in like weird open tunings that aren't like normal <laughs> open tunings, yeah. like an open A or whatever. And I know Alex Chilton is in one of those weird open tunings, and so is Left of the Dial, which we we were like, we have to do it. We have to, I, I got to learn how to play yeah. in this weird open tuning in the room that you guys are sitting in right now. Like, and I think I, I sat th- on I your think... floor and figured it out. <laughs> I, I do love too that like we, you know, we asked you, so we, we approached the Tisburys uh, to record a cover of Left the Dial, which actually came out of when you were here That's to right. do your live session way back when during soundcheck, you just kind of started strumming the chords and singing left of the dial. And I kind of went, went in the back of my head. I was like, we need to get Tyler to do a cover <laughs> of this song. This. <laughs> um, and it's been kind of just rattle around back in there ever since. And so we finally decided like, why don't we make this happen? Like, you know, get you in here, do a cover of it. We'll use this as our theme song. Y'all can release it on Bandcamp and, and do whatever you want with it. And, you know, you knew for weeks that you were coming in to do this cover <laughs> is, is what I love about this. You knew for weeks it was happening and then you show up on the day and you're like, Oh, I guess I need to learn how to play this song. <laughs> yeah. And, and at first I was a little annoyed with you because I was like, you, you definitely could have done this before you got here. But then I thought about it for a second. I was like, that's probably the most replacements way to do it actually. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, very last minute, kind of sloppy, but in a cool way. Um, yeah. Well, I, I th- I, it worked. I think it worked. Yeah. And I knew how to play the song. Um, it was more just like, it wasn't sounding right without yeah. that. So I was like, oh, yeah. I, I really should like learn 
that open A that's like with two strings tuned to not yeah. what a usual open A would be. Um, and then that's like learning a whole new instrument for like the four or five chords that I had to <laughs> play. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was fun. Weird, weird tunings. Uh, that's that's what makes the riff sound interesting. But like, it, still, it's it's. I still can't figure out like even with the tuning because like I've seen like I said I've seen the replacements themselves like Paul mm -hmm. himself play the riff live and it doesn't sound right. Yeah. There's something. There's some kind of voodoo magic in there in that recording that can't be replicated. And I I've been trying for years to figure it out. So if anyone That's, out there knows, well, it's funny because you're reminding me of we have an upcoming episode um, with a South Jersey band, the Warhawks, and they were talking about recording. Uh, one of their songs and one of the things they did was just like asking their producer in the studio like how does Elton John make his piano sound like blah 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 during this song and, yeah. and how does David Bowie make you know whatever on this song and I just wonder if there's some like little idiosyncratic thing that you're not going to be able to nail down because it isn't yeah. you know what I mean it's just some I mean I, I almost wonder like it, knowing the replacements it could be anything from the fact that like maybe Paul's guitar was slightly out of tune <laughs> yeah exactly or or maybe Bob was playing the riff wrong, or who knows? Right. It could be any of those things. With and that. They were, you never know. Yeah, and they were never able cool. to replicate it. But mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's part of the brilliance. Yeah, yeah, because there's like I think the the closest thing I can describe is the the chord progression goes down and comes back up, but the way it's voiced, it almost sounds like it's going up and then coming back down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Do you know I, what I'm, you know I what know I'm what talking mean. about? And I think that's yeah, like weird string. Things where it's yeah, because oh, I don't even know how to explain it without a, a guitar. But um, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, it's so cool. It's so. You, but interesting. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, though. You exactly. know exactly what yeah. I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's the part that's always missing is that little part that sounds like it's going up, even though it's not. Mm. And that's why no one ever covers that song because it's you can't. Ain't easy <laughs> because you, you can't can't, can't yeah. get it right. Yeah. But Tyler, you mentioned that Alex Chilton wasn't the first replacement song you'd ever heard, but. The first replacement song I ever heard is actually next on your list. Oh, that's awesome. Look at that. Which Segway. Is, Hell yeah. Which is <laughs> Color Me Impressed. on there because I wanted to include um, early punk replacements because you yeah. kind of have to um, and I think this is my favorite of I really like Sorry Ma but um, 
I, I think this song specifically is like where they kind of come into their own as who they will be. Yes. Going forward. Um, like just the story he's telling about some party, but like it's so beautiful and so sad at the same time. Um, it's perfect. This is another guitar riff. Again, like the opening riff to this song mm-hmm. is just, just like with Alex Chilton, just it kind of hit me out of nowhere. I, again, I'd never heard anything quite like it. And I've also tried to learn this riff as well and, and haven't quite nailed it. I, I don't think it's as like unreplicatable as Alex Chilton. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason, I've never been able to pull it off. But I think I think I haven't tried since I learned that Paul Westerberg likes to play in weird tunings. <laughs> so that's probably why. Yeah. But again, this is another like the the guitar riff immediately hooked me in this song. And it was like, wow, this song fucking rules. Yeah. I don't think Green Day would exist without this song. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, there's I a that. lot of bands that like would be completely different without this band existing, but there won't. I mean, I'm not even a big Green Day guy, but uh, this is totally just like they ripped this song off for like <laughs> everything they ever did. I, I think they'd be pretty open about that. I don't think that's yeah. uh, a secret on their end either. For sure. Uh, but yeah, it's it's those chunky like melodic chords that are like kind of progressing down. And coming back up at the same time. And um, like the, yeah, it's just like, just, and the fuzz that they have going on the song is just absolutely killer. Yes. Um, and yeah, it's sad and beautiful and it's, but it's also a party. And that's, <laughs> that's what I love about this band. That's what I, I mean, try to that's replicate. That kind of describes too. the replacements. I love yeah. that. Right? Yeah. Sad and beautiful, but, <laughs> but also, also a party. party. Yeah. That's kind of the replacements if you that's had to perfect. sum them up. There's an interesting little, like, I don't think it's the chorus necessarily. There's like a little instrumental break in there that gets kind of weird. Yeah. Um, that happens a couple times. And it always reminds me of, and I, I meant to look up what the song was before we recorded so that I could sound smart, but I didn't. <laughs> so I don't sound smart. But there's a descendant song that it reminds me of, and I can't for the life of me remember what it is. And I'm I'm actually really curious to to figure out which song came first. Okay. Um, cause like, I, I feel like it's, it's too close for it to have been a coincidence mm-hmm. and I could see really, I could see either one of those bands kind of like not necessarily ripping the other one off, but like paying tribute to. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to have to figure out what that is. And, and, and if I figured out before we release this episode, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, perfect. But yeah, it, it's just, it's very reminiscent of a, a very specific part of a very specific descendant song for me. Um, that's always kind of, uh, kind of stuck out to me a bit. And if you find it, we'll drop a few seconds of it in here. And if not, I'm going to drop just whatever I want. Okay. So more, something more, more Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem right here. <laughs> you have no way of knowing what yeah. it could be. It'll be Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem. Dr. Teeth covering within your reach or something. Have? Has Dr. Teeth ever done a replacement? That would be awesome. We'll find out. I think we have a new goal for the vision board. If I can get Dr. Teeth into the studio, there's no way I'm telling the Electric Mayhem what they can or can't play. I'm not saying we'll tell them what they can or can't play, but we can ask them to play something. That's true. It's going to happen. It worked with the Tisburys. It did, it did work with the Tisburys. We'll, we'll play anything. My, We're like a juice box. Yeah. My second favorite Muppet band. Except, except for uh, Springsteen, apparently. Yeah, yeah. You got to you gotta put like a $50 bill in Doug's mouth to, <laughs> to make him play Springsteen. That's good to know. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't even think that would work. He would spit, no. he would spit it back at bought. you. Yeah. <laughs> He'd rather light it on fire. Yeah, exactly. Lovely person with a terrible opinion about something. I just yeah, I know. What can it you breaks, do? It what breaks can... my heart being in a band with them, and it's like, <laughs> like other than Westerberg, like Springsteen's my my other mm-hmm. like the top. Um, so, yeah. well, well, he <laughs> Doug is currently in the process. I I think he mentioned it to this. you, yeah. but um, he I made him a playlist of Bruce Springsteen songs, and he's lis- he's forcing himself to listen to one a day, and then deleting <laughs> it from the playlist. <laughs> And he's like trying to condition his brain to not hate Springsteen. Like it's not even to like him, but it's enough to tolerate him. 
so he can put up with August and I, like who That's both so love Springsteen. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I I remember the the Twitter thread that that uh, that came from too because I think you you jumped in, Andrew, and you're like, sorry, someone had a wrong opinion about Bruce, and I <laughs> yeah. my alarm went off or yeah. something I like think that. The algorithm signal. shows yeah. me anytime now that Doug says something wrong about Bruce Springsteen. I know the algorithm knows it does it gets you fired uh-huh. up, it gets that engagement, those engagement <laughs> numbers up, you know. That's right. Yeah. Well, That's Doug's in on about. the replacements, so I, okay. you gotta you gotta pick your battles, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I at least he's got that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Otherwise. Why do you mean a band with the guy? I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't think the Electric Mayhem has ever covered a replacement song. That doesn't surprise me. They've done a lot of covers. But it does disappoint me. Yeah. What can you do? Anyway. Anyway. Tyler, what'd you pick next? Uh, up next is I Will Dare from Let It Be. This is probably the best of their records for like start to finish. I'm I would agree. Personally, I'm I think I'm more of a Tim guy, but like Let It Be is just has like a permanent place in my heart for I mean all the records are so good, so I it's like choosing picking between your favorite children, but like this is just <laughs> the perfect song to kick off an album and it's it goes back to that turning point of like when they kind of transition from being a punk band to being like an indie rock band or uh whatever they whatever <laughs> they decided to be going forward but um i mean this is just like one of the, the best bass lines and and underground popular music and it's i think the closest they ever got to doing the beatles which are like my other favorite band and like i think westerberg i mean it's in the title right let it be like they this is when he first started listening to 
like that kind of music, um, just like 60s pop, which I think mm -hmm. has influenced his his writing so much. Um, I mean, you see that when he covers, like they, they cover Temptation Eyes and they do uh, a Lost, Make Your Own Kind of Music, yeah. uh, uh. <laughs> right? Um, Big Mama Cass, uh, yeah. which is um, a great version they I think that's might just be solo Westerberg but um but yeah I, I I love this song too I mean what else can I say other than it's just um just in and out it's like and then Peter Buck is just like playing the coolest mandolin all over it that's um, right Peter Buck does play the mandolin yeah, on it he produced this album right maybe did he really I didn't know that yeah yeah huh Peter Buck of REM yeah and I mean, REM's like, I mean, you think about like the gold standard of like the college rock of the 80s and it's like, these, <laughs> they're the two towers, right? Like yeah. REM and the replacements. And I mean, um, I would, I would put the B-52s right in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's a, a good call too. Um, I mean, you could call, you could have called your podcast radio free Philly <laughs> or something like yeah. we could have, <laughs> I think left of the, the dials better. I agree. Well, <laughs> Now that we know what it's a reference to, finally. Yeah. Now that now yeah. finally Tyler's here to explain yeah. to us yeah. <laughs> what left the dial means and where it came from. Exactly. Now we know the history. So <laughs> yeah. So everyone out there can stop fucking telling us. We know. <laughs> it was it was on purpose. I will dare. What do you think? You know, I am grasping at what that song sounds like right now for some reason i can't yeah, it's dun, like dun, 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 there it dun, is thank you dun, 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 dun. you want me to just perform it <laughs> yeah just do it yeah acapella uh, yeah we should have just had you you guys real quick just do six covers just real fast in the studio and then just yeah that actually done. would have been fun to do a replacements <laughs> cover ep well it's funny we're doing this and this this episode comes out on Friday because there's actually a replacements exhibit that is going to be in Philly this weekend. At, I'm sorry, uh, what? Yeah, at uh, Original 13 Cider Works. Oh, shit. And um, we were it, talking with the, the guy who's running it about performing a replacements cover set yeah. at the exhibit, but uh, Original 13 stopped having music. Did they uh, really? Oh, yeah, there's a thing with the 4333 where they like they couldn't host. I think 4333 uh. is hosting that uh, exhibit, but Original 13 won't be throwing shows anymore, which is such uh. a bummer because yeah, that was that was, that was I a mean, cool space. Really it was a cool great space. space, and they had such good bands they were bringing through yeah. there, and um, it's like a place uh. the replacements might have played in the 80s. Like, <laughs> oh, for sure. That's yeah, such a bummer. Weird loading dock in Northeast Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, perfect timing though, right? Um, well, I'm gonna definitely have to check that out this weekend. Yeah, we're. Um, I might go Saturday because we are. We have a show Friday. So. Oh, that's right. I'm yeah. gonna try to make it out to your show Friday as well. With uh, with Lunar Year. With Lunar Year, oh, who yeah. uh, who sang on the track that that you covered? Yeah. Uh, which mm -hmm. we'll talk more about when we get there. Yeah, totally. Uh, but you 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 have that to look forward to is you get to hear Tyler and and Katie uh, harmonizing together, which is just delightful. So good. It's just absolutely delightful. Hey, Leftos. It's Andrea. And me, Kitsy. From the past or the future or from right now, depending on when you're listening to this episode. We're here to tell you about all the very cool stuff you're missing out on if you're not keeping up with us at leftofthedial.fm. That's right. Head over there now to check out tons of album reviews and essays by our fantastic music writers. And you'll get to watch our incredible live sessions with bands like Teenage Bigfoot, Take Today, and Proper. And you can pick up those live sessions at leftofthedial.bandcamp.com so you can take them with you wherever you go. It's also a great way to support us and the musicians you love because we split all of our profits with the artists there right down the middle. You can also join our Patreon where we'll have lots of behind-the-scenes footage, early access to live sessions, performances that you won't be able to find anywhere else, and lots of pictures of my perfect dog, Pacey. Oh, he's so good. Follow us on Twitter at LeftOfTheDialPC and Instagram at LeftOfTheDialFM to keep up with everything we're doing and to see even more pictures of my perfect dog, Pacey. Oh, and right now we're also looking for new music writers who want to get paid to write for us. So send our editor-in-chief an email with some writing samples and or pitches at jen at leftofthedial.fm. That's leftofthedial.fm. Celebrating independent music. Characters welcome. Never go to the post office again. Anyway, yeah, I Will Dare. Yeah, great song. I mean, I think you already said it all. Like, great bass line, great mandolin part. Yeah. It's a great opener. It's mm -hmm. just... Yeah, it's, it's just like your perfect kickoff track. And just I love that they named the album Let It Be. It's just the, <laughs> the biggest, like, 
both like loving embrace, but also middle finger to something that you can do. Um, yeah. I think it's so good. Hey, this is my um, once per episode Fall Out Boy mention. The opening track for Infinity on High is just called a thriller. Nice. Yeah. Like, they're like, we could have called it the Bible. Like, No, thriller's better. <laughs> thriller's. Yeah. yeah. I a mean, loving correct. embrace, but also a middle finger. Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's cool. like how we called our podcast left of the dial. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, we would have had to call Fuck it like you, Paul Westerberg. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Paul Westerberg. Yeah. No, it, and we'd have to call it like uh, WTF with Mark Maron, if that's what we were trying yeah, to do. No, Not my yeah, favorite totally. podcast. Just oh one of God. the like, big WTF so without good. Mark Maron. <laughs> yeah, it would be the name of our podcast. There you go. <laughs> that's that's your let it be. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's our let it be. Actually, f- fun. See, you asked earlier. What, you know, what do we think Paul Westerberg's doing right now? Um, there's a video, I think you can find it on YouTube of, uh, a Minneapolis, just like local news channel doing like man on the street interviews about like Christmas shopping or whatever. And they just happened to grab Paul Westerberg coming out of like a Walgreens or something. I think you showed me this. And the, and the person interviewing him obviously has no clue who he is. (laughs) That's amazing. Funniest thing I've ever seen. He's just picking up Q tips at Walgreens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like Paul Westerberg does. Oh, um, man. cleanest yeah. years in Minneapolis. Yeah, and it's it's uh, and I, I think towards the end of it or something, they ask for for they ask him for his name or something. He's like, you should ask your your viewers who I am, and he like walks away. Wow, baller <laughs> move, uh-huh. rock star shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what the a, most anti rock star rock star <laughs> who ever lived. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of. Who else? Maybe Kurt Cobain, but he's a rock star. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. But right. who also worshipped Paul Westerberg, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the the, it runs deep. It does, it does. Uh, now, but here's a good question: Do you think uh, Paul Westerberg is a regular anywhere? Um, I mean, there's there's probably like a good segue again. Thank um, you. Uh, Someone's got to do it. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> May, there's maybe some like weird towny Minneapolis bar where he like is like he owns it or he's like buddies with the owner and can just like hang out there mm-hmm. whenever he wants. And the next song that uh, we're going to talk about <laughs> is uh, the Sad Sack replacement song, which I yeah. think they've got a couple of those. They got uh, Androgynous. They got Unsatisfied. Like when he's like just like stripping it all back and just like writing this, the it's like the sad and beautiful without the party. Yeah. And uh, yeah. here, here comes a regular is my my personal favorite. Someone's baby now 
It is the, the saddest, most desperate, like, bottom-of-the-barrel shit, like, lyrically. <laughs> I don't know. I I would almost argue that Answering Machine's a contender for that, too. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of them. But <laughs> There's a lot of them, turns um, out. But, I mean, like, I used to work in a bar, and, like, you just see these, like... And, like, if you... Especially when you come from, like, a weird small town, like, somewhere... I mean, Minneapolis isn't that small, but it's probably weird. I've never been there, but... I've been like there. It's weird. That yeah. mid, it's cool. Mid, that Midwest, like, kind of depression yeah. thing that you kind of mm-hmm. hear or read about, and... Um, I mean, Minneapolis is is probably the, the... The, like, proper city I've been to that has the biggest small town vibe... Mm. Okay, yeah. ...of any city I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Like... It, it really, it's, yeah. it's, it's a big city with a small town vibe. Yeah. Um, for it's sure. It's a regular. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's just so beautiful and like, so, uh, miserably like <laughs> shit. Like this is my, my existence <laughs> is like, just, I mean, it's my existence is literally just like, I'm at the bottom of a bottle. Here comes, mm-hmm. a, here comes another regular. Um, yeah, I mean. It, I'm gonna cry right now just thinking about it. I don't know, uh, but it's it's such a great song. And I would love to not be the only person crying on this podcast for once. Like that hey, would be that is literally your job, though. Yeah. <laughs> that would be lovely. Some of us have full eyes, Kitsy. Okay, listen, <laughs> can't help listen, it. It's your job to cry. It's my job to only be here half the time. Perfect. <laughs> and uh, to come up with interesting segues. Uh, then I'd say we're doing great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Tim. Tim as an album, I think, is just um, such, like, there's there's no bad songs. I mean, Let It Be has, like, amazing songs and some of their best songs, but also has, like, some, like, like the replacement joke songs, like mm-hmm. Gary's Got a Boner and Tommy Gets His Tonsils Out and all that <laughs> stuff. But Tim is just, like, all, like, every song on there is just a home run. Mm-hmm. Like, Little Mascara, I love. Mm-hmm. Um, you just name them all. Uh, hold my life. I don't know, but here comes a regular. Is just like the perfect, um, just like go out on that. What else is on that record now? I'm, I'm I know I'm missing a, a big one. 
Um, Kiss Me on the Bus. Kiss Me on the Bus. Uh, That's a good one. Bastards of Young. <laughs> Bastards of Young. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler was yeah. faster than Google. How did that? that not make it onto? I know. I know. And that's like the anthem, right? Between really that is. and Can't Hardly Wait, they're like the the big. And yeah. like we do, we cover Can't Hardly Wait too. And I love playing. Also that a great song. song. Yeah. Um, Oh, waitress in the sky. Yeah, oh, like all yeah. Th- this. You're right. This record is just swinging parties on there too. Yeah, swinging parties on here. Lay it yep. down, clown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, left all, the dial, of course. Yeah. This, what was your like personal criteria for picking these six? Because we literally just said pick, pick six. six. Yeah, and one of them should be left to the dial. I, like, yeah, I was trying to go with just like little certain categories within mm-hmm. like the replacements oeuvre right so yeah well alex Chilton had to go first because it was like my intro and of course mm-hmm. there was the punk song there was like the the pivot point song there was the sad the sad sack miserable song <laughs> and then um i guess we can yeah. segue into aching to be which is my fifth song favorite of like latter day replacements like when they like just pivoted it into a folk band and i was thinking about this earlier which i thought was pretty funny when i was driving to work do you think paul westerberg was the first like punk guy to go like quasi country 
Because you know that's like the trend yeah. that like yeah like all our faves do it right Dave Hawes <laughs> Brian Fallon Laura that's Jane so Grace funny. like they all like eventually start making like country folk records and like it's like punks like a young person's game uh, yeah I mean I think that's just what happens when you get too old to be punk it's <laughs> like I just want to play acoustic guitar and write folk beautiful story folk songs yeah. now that's yeah. so funny it's like. I think that's just what naturally happens, right? Is like you yeah. get older, so you're not as angry, you're not as loud, mm-hmm. and your songwriting gets better because you've just been doing it for so long. Yeah. And that's what it naturally turns into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the Paul Westerberg stuff, like the last two albums, Don't Tell a Soul, I guess still has like some like more power poppy like energy yeah. to it. But I also love uh, All Shook Down because it's basically the first Paul Westerberg solo album. Yeah. And it's just so... Um, it's all acoustic guitar and uh, just these, yeah, beautiful, like, kind of folky tunes, which is, I think, really cool that they did that. And A Can B, just a killer track. <laughs> I don't even know what, how to go into it any further than that. Um, but just to illustrate that whole, like, that career and the arc of their career and how, mm-hmm. I mean, was, I forget when they, when did they do SNL? Do either of you know? Oh, geez. Um, we'll find out very quickly. If we stall enough, Andrew will look it up. That's right. And then she'll be able to tell us, and it'll be it'll be like we knew. Yeah. Well, the good news is, no matter how long it takes, I'll just cut all the dead air. So, <laughs> so nobody say anything cool or funny right now. Like, I, I think it was around Don't Tell a Soul, because that was... Was that when they were, like, major label replacements? Maybe. Major label, in quotes. Um, well, what they play on us now? They played uh, Bastards of Young. Oh, then it might have been it might have been Tim. Then it might have been Tim. Tell yeah. me the year. I've seen so- Harry Dean Stanton was the host. Perfect. Oh, nice. um, uh, 86. Ladies and gentlemen, the replacements. <laughs> Eighty six mm. musical guest. Yeah. The replacements. Yeah. Um, okay, so it was pre that, but just like that was kind of like their their chance, right, to be REM or to be yeah um, the next Ramones or whatever. I don't know, whatever the fuck they <laughs> decided to be but um they decided to be nothing but we love them for that uh but yeah i just i i love uh a lot of the later day <laughs> i didn't know this story somehow <laughs> oh tell us the story <laughs> that they were <laughs> that they've been banned yep <laughs> from snl for life it's just them and elvis costello were the two they're the two oh costello was um unbanned, was unbanned yeah which can we talk about that for a second I, I'm I mean, not familiar with the Costello banning. I, I'm very familiar with the replacements. Banning. Okay, so so Tyler, I think I, I think you and I have enough uh, musical overlap in our interests that you're going to be jazzed about this. Hell yeah! Because um, it's this 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 thing that happened with Costello might be the most insane overlap of my musical tastes that ever happened, which is fantastic. So Costello back in the '70s, they wanted him to play. I think it was less than zero, or you know, because that was like. The, the 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 single that the 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 label is pushing mm-hmm. and he starts playing it and then stops the band almost immediately and goes there's no reason to play the song here tonight and goes into radio radio oh nice which is like it, for the time a very scathing critique of the the music industry yeah yeah great song um, though and so great song absolutely uh but uh gets banned for life from SNL for doing that but he got unbanned in the I think the late 90s maybe early 2000s, but the way he came back, the musical guest for that episode was the Beastie Boys. Oh, hell yeah. Okay? And so the Beastie Boys start playing, of all songs, Sabotage, mm-hmm. right? And they're like two bars into the song and Costello runs out and shoves, I want to say, mm-hmm. Ad-Rock uh, off the mic and does his like, there's no reason to play this song here tonight and then counts the Beastie Boys into his being his backing band playing Radio Radio. Oh, that's the coolest so shit ever. Does that exist on the internet? Can I watch yes, that as soon yes. as we end it's, this podcast? <laughs> yes, it's on the internet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just look up Elvis Costello, Beastie Boys, Saturday Night Live. You'll find oh, that's, it. That's the coolest uh, shit. But yeah, it's, it's, it's literally Costello... Um, with uh, the Beastie Boys as his his backing band, like uh, like Ad Rock puts down the guitar and, and gets on the keys, and they just play a very sloppy rendition of Radio Radio, and it's amazing, and it's like the perfect overlap of my like musical tastes right that's, there. That's like, sick. Yeah, like the uh, well, uh, Andrea, I saw you were you made a realization that uh, technically Paul Westerberg was unbanned from SNL. Right from NBC, at NBC. least he was okay. he performed uh, on the Jimmy Fallon show. But did he also do something so, 
By himself yeah. on SNL? Oh, okay. Westerberg solo did SNL, I think in the 90s, whenever, I think it was 14 mm-hmm. Things came out, one of those uh, yeah. mid-90s solo albums. And But they did Can't Hardly Wait. And um, oh. the... I don't think it's on YouTube, but you can find it elsewhere, like on Vimeo or one of those weird uh, video streaming internet yeah. things. But um, my favorite thing in the world is that they're doing Can't Hardly Wait, and then there's like the stop near the end, right before they go into yeah. Can't Hardly Wait. And uh, during the stop, the drummer goes, Burt Reynolds! And just like <laughs> Westerberg just starts cracking up, but he can't even come back in with the thing. He's like... He's like, I can't hurt. He's like <laughs> laughing his ass off. It's the greatest, greatest thing. That. Why? Why? I don't know. It's so was, funny. Was yeah. Burt Reynolds even there? Was he? He might have been the, the host. Okay. <laughs> the host of I SNL hope that, that he night. wasn't. What, yeah. what could, year-ish would that have been? Uh, somewhere in the mid-90s. Yeah. So like that would have been. Five-ish. When was, yeah. when was Norm doing Burt? Oh, yeah. Right. That would have been mid-90s, I think. Yeah. Right? So maybe he was just calling yeah. out his favorite. Uh, I think favorite Tommy, Tommy Keen's playing bass 96. in the band too. It's sick, and Josh Freese I think is drumming. So that sounds right. Yeah. So so it's Josh Freese that called out. Uh, that, that would have been yeah. That would have been him to go. Burt Reynolds. I love that. Yeah. That's very. Funny. I like I I like the, this idea I have in my head now of just like. You know, Burt Reynolds popped his head out of the green room to like watch the band, and, and Josh Freese saw it and just had to yell. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. We may never know the true story. Getting banned from SNL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's Aiken to be. <laughs> yeah, we really didn't talk about the song, but just go listen to the song. It's a great song. It's a great I, song. No, You'll love not, it. Literally nothing else I can say about it. Yeah. Um, and listen to the, the later day replacements, the Church of the Later Day mats. Uh, yeah. They're so good. The, the I, reissues they put out... Uh, a couple, they've been putting them out. They just put out the Sorry Ma one, but the one before that, the Dead Man's Pop, which is the re-recording of uh, Don't Tell a Soul, is like even better. It's like the raw, like rocky, more rocky Ooh. version of... Um, I haven't heard that yet. It's really good, uh, of Don't Tell a Soul. And uh, it's got like the original talent show that has like the end of Portland attached to the end of... Oh, okay. Yeah, so I love that. Well, I think the time has come. To unveil our new podcast theme song. Well, wait, before we do that, oh. Tyler, do you have anything? I know you mentioned your show coming up, but well, that's you tell tonight people, as of the release of this. Yes, yeah, so so. if you're listening to this now, anything else yes. that you want folks to know about? Where can they find you, your music, all that stuff? Yeah, the, the Tisburys is the band Instagram, Spotify, Bandcamp, Twitter. And yeah, we're playing tonight at technically tonight as the <laughs> when this podcast airs at Dawson Street Pub with Kate dressed up in the lunar year. It's going to be really fun. Oh, yeah. And then we're pl- also playing, I think we're playing Ortlieb's in the end of, at the end of May, May 29th. And then we're playing, I think they just announced this show too. We're playing at uh Legendary Dobbs or now it's Dobbs on South mm. with um that is June 26th with Telethon, Devin K and the Solutions. Hell and yeah. Timeshares. Oh, that rules. Holy shit. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that one. Yeah. So. Yeah. We need to make sure we go to I that. just, my mm-hmm. heart. When is that? You said June 26th? Yeah. It's a Sunday um, on uh, South Street. So, hey. <laughs> it's going to be oh, fun. Oh, I I'm am excited. home. I'm home. Am I going to be on tour then? I don't know. We'll find out. You. If, hell yeah. If I'm home, I'll be there. Sweet. Yeah. I'll, I'll be home. I'll be oh, there. That and rules. then we're playing XPN Fest in the fall. That's the other yeah. thing. Yeah. Hell yeah. XPN Fest has a handful of left of the dial friends. It does. Yes, Capbite. Capbite's yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, Good friends, Capbite, yes. I think uh, there's one more. Another alum. Oh, yeah. Uh, is it High, High Noon? Did they do a session? No. Um, there's definitely another wrong. one. Because I definitely tweeted I something were... like, it was like us, Capbite, and another and band. I think is one like more, yeah. Left of the dial core or yeah. something. Yeah, that's it's right. Not, it's not Hell Ruby, yeah. is it? No. no, it is because um, because uh, for those of you who don't know out there, Tyler's also in Riverby. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, Riverby has gigs too. We're playing. Um, we're playing. We're opening for the Front Bottoms like next week or something. Yeah. That's pretty um, cool. And then uh, I was thinking about that because we had our. New Jersey is the world show just yes. last week and our emo Jersey devil who auditioned for the front bottoms last mm-hmm. time was there in a, like getting beat up by a night. It's whatever. It's fine. It's normal. <laughs> but I was thinking like he came to audition for the front bottoms, but yeah. it's Riverby who's playing 
with them yeah now. jersey devil should audition for riverby there you go yeah he plays no instruments but he's, he's <laughs> that's okay a lovely guy so but yeah um but uh yeah so xpm fest in the fall and then um yeah those, there's some other things that i think we're announcing soon we get we're putting out new music hopefully Ooh. by then so that'll be on the way um well, hopefully we'll have you back to talk about that when that the time comes. That would be goes. lovely. Yeah, thank you. And then, yeah, let's talk about uh, the song Left of the Dial by The Replacements, covered by the Tisburys, Left of the Dial for the podcast, Left of the Dial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like so tell us the story from your perspective of the, uh, uh, of the whole thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> whole I mean. Thing. Just tell us the whole story. You guys asked us to come in and do this, and we were like, fuck yeah, we love this song. <laughs> And it was just me, Doug, and Dan who came in and kind of bashed it out live with uh, Dan's drums mic'd, and Doug and I were in in that room, the studio room, or the listening room. What do you call that? Control room. Control room. Bingo. And we were just, yeah, kind of playing along. And Dan, Dan's great. He just nailed it. Um, mm-hmm. I think he got it in three takes. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And then uh, same with Doug. Doug's like a pro. He practices like his his ass off. Uh, it took me a, little, a, a couple takes. Well, to be fair, you were playing in a brand new tuning you'd never played in <laughs> yeah. before that day. So <laughs> yeah, we had some fun, like dialing in some cool guitar tones. I forget which we used an orange amp. We used a yeah, and we probably used uh, we probably used my Vox AC15 for one track and used the orange rocker verb for the other. Yeah. If I had to guess, mm-hmm. that's those are usually my go to. Like put those yeah. two together, everything sounds great. Rhythm and then the lead. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, we overdubbed uh, lead guitar. We had some fun with the the solo, and then yeah. some some feedback fuzz stuff. Taking <laughs> the, I played the Les Paul Junior because you got to right you got to for you got to. replacements. That's why I bought it. It's because it looks just like the one he plays, <laughs> um, and I love it so much. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, but yeah, and then um, we sang, right? Uh, yeah. I sang the song and. Uh, we did some fun, like, uh, split, I don't know, left ear, right ear uh, stuff with um, panning is what they call it, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, That's the technical uh, the, term, yes. In the biz. Um, <laughs> in the biz. <laughs> but yeah, like, there's, uh, especially at the end. I mean, I don't know. Uh, the part of the podcast, or the, the intro, when you use it as the theme song, is it going to be the last little bit? Um, so I think what we're going to do is... Uh, if I don't I, see you... That's going to be the end. Okay. That's how we're gonna go out, and the beginning's probably just gonna be the opening riff, and then the drums kick in, and it fades out. Oh, sick. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, and then we got uh, Katie from Lunar Year who was helping you out, a uh, engineer. Um, yes. And then uh, we're like, why don't Katie's here? She's got a great, beautiful voice. Like, have her sing harmonies on uh, the on and on and on and on and yeah. the the chorus at the end which i and think and the last verse yeah 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 oh that's the best part too it's like those yeah. like kind of stacked harmonies like yeah. really kick it up and it's also what differentiates it from being like two cuz we wanted it to be kind of like not like exactly but like like we wanted to give it our best at yeah. like trying to replicate it but also kind of make it our own and i think that's really what differentiates it definitely cool. yeah i yeah talk about this anytime we talk about a cover but i'm like very picky about covers and i think Mm -hmm. a cover that is just a straightforward cover where it's like oh i mean good like you know how to play the song (laughs) you can play it really well like that's that's great but like the thing that's going to kick it up is is finding something that because then you're also not saying like you know the replacements what they really fucked up is they didn't bring somebody in you know what i mean like that's not what you're saying you're just like we're mm-hmm. our song is never going to be the original so what's something we can do to kind of yeah. put our our thing on it yeah and i think i mean i don't have like the growl that westerberg has I, I think my voice is a little more i don't know just not the same and then the also there's a cool i don't know what another guitar thing that i don't know how we did it or whatever <laughs> but there's like a, a different kind of rhythmic pattern it's like that's like different than the in the verses yeah um I think also kind of makes it different and gives it more of like a, I forget what I said when we were doing it. I was like, maybe this sounds like not Foo Fighters because, um, but something like that, like maybe Queens of the Stone Age where it's like, a, and it had like a cool chord like layered onto, I don't know, but mm-hmm. it's cool. I'm really happy with how it turned out. Kids, you did a great job mixing and thank you. Elaine Raznak, correct? Did yes. The master? Mm-hmm. Yes. Did the mastering. She, she mm-hmm. masters all of our live sessions. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, 
she's she's been mastering all of our live sessions for a bit. She does she hasn't done all of them, but uh, mm-hmm. I think starting with Aaron Fox, I want to say was the first one. So she's been she's been doing doing them for a while now. It's so fun to. This is I think probably the only song that I was around for from start to finish. Like I've been in when like Catbite has done a few things and a couple of things like that, but never. But to watch it build and then listen to it and be like, this is. And then send it off and have Elaine do whatever Elaine does and have it come back. And it's like, I didn't know it could be better, but it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, that was such a fun, she crushes it every time. Absolutely. Yeah. If you, if anyone out there needs some, uh, some mastering work done, uh, Elaine at Daughterboard Audio, uh, very affordable rates, very good person, very good mastering engineer, uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. And then it was, uh, it was, yeah, super fun day. I think we... We did it in a day. Like it, it, yeah. there was no couple you hours. Come back. Yeah. Little Chinese food break. Um, <laughs> That's right. We did have a Chinese food break. We talked about Lost for. Uh, a should minute. we just announce the podcast that we're absolutely yeah. definitely <laughs> going to do the for name sure of it right again? now? It was. Uh, I don't think we have the name for the podcast. WTF with Mark Maron, but it's actually about <laughs> Lost without Mark Maron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yep. That's all I was waiting on was the name for it. So. First episode uh, next week. Tyler, thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> Thank you Thank so much. Thank you so much to both <laughs> of you for fun. having me on to talk about one of my favorite bands ever. Yeah. Um, Any, I, anytime. I will talk about the replacements anytime. Yeah, no, this was a blast. And thank you, as always, for uh, for being you. Yeah, being hey. one of our uh, go-to left of the dial folks. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. Hey. And well, uh, we'll be talking again soon, I'm sure. Hell That's yeah. Right. This has been left of the dial. I've been Andrea. Kids has been my co-host. Tyler's been our guest. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Left to the dark.